Kindle, Thais? Um, no, I don't. This might sound kind of obsolete, but I prefer a physical book. I kind of have a prejudice with e-readers. Are you sure? I never tried one, but I would like to. I'll I'll be willing to lend your mind to just to change your mind. Just change my mind. <laughs> exactly. I used to think exactly like you, but actually getting a Kindle was one of the best things for me to read more. You know, I've always liked reading and I wanted to read more, but like books got to be a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Buying them was an issue. And you know what? Having like that thing that is a standard, always same time, always same weight, yeah. uh, always with like batteries on because the battery lasts forever. Oh, really? It's just amazing. And guys, I'm not... Uh, getting any credits or it? I'm not selling it <laughs> uh, it's just that amazing yeah. and another thing you can really count on is Amazon yeah because they have all sorts of books for you mm -hmm. and they get much cheaper and the not in the long run like when you buy the book it's if much you're reading it well. for a long time because of the screen doesn't it get your eyes tired not at all Okay, that's the impression that I have. Like, it's like a computer screen. No, I'll bring mine here and then <laughs> you'll see it. Okay. But anyways, having a Kindle or not, Amazon has a rank of the best sellers of each month. And it's a great way for you to get up to date on what is going on in the book scenario. Uh, we're going to be discussing a few of the books, the top five that are current now right yes exactly so the list often changes so it's not something that very fixed so sometimes in a week it's something and next week it changes so guys that means that if you're listening to this uh the books we we're talking about might not be in this exact order anymore because things get up to date yes anyways we're gonna be now thais is gonna be reading the synopsis of the books And we're gonna make some comments on them. Let's go. Okay, so the number five book of this list on Amazon is Girl, Stop Apologizing by Rachel Hollins. So Rachel Hollins has seen it too often. Women not living into their full potential. They feel a tugging on their hearts for something more but they're afraid of embarrassment or falling short of per perfection, of not being enough. In Girl, Stop Apologizing, number one New York Times, best-selling author and founder of a multi-million dollar media company, Rachel Holland sounds a wake-up call. She knows that many women have been taught to define themselves in light of other people whether as wife, mother, daughter, or employee, instead of learning how to own who they are and what they want. With a challenge to women everywhere to stop talking themselves out of their dreams, Hollis identifies the excuses to let go of, the behaviors to adopt, and the skills to acquire on the path to growth, confidence, and believing in yourself. Age range, it's for adults. Ooh. Wow, this seems to be like really, really interesting. Although to some people it might sound like uh, some sort of self-help, I see it much more as a feminist manifesto or like 
feminist self-help or a yes, feminist help. Uh, which is something kind of new in our world right now. And it's a wave that I think you should keep like keep growing. It's very like empowering. Yeah. And I think it might help lots of women to get out of a toxic situation, maybe. Yeah, I would definitely read that. Number four. Okay, so number four, it's Girl, Wash Your Face from Rachel Hollins. The same author. Yes. Wow. She has two books on the top five bestsellers. It is terrible. I feel so ashamed I've never heard of her. I know, right? Yeah. So this book, as a founder of the lifestyle website, thechicsite.com and CEO of her own media company, Rachel Hollins developed an immense online community by sharing tips for better living while fearlessly revealing the messiness of her own life. Now, in this challenging and inspiring new book, Rachel exposes the 20 lies and misconceptions that too often hold us back from living joyfully and productively. Lies we have told ourselves so often we don't even hear them anymore. With painful honesty and fearless humor, Rachel unpacks and examines the falsehoods that once left her feeling overwhelmed and unworthy and reveals the specific practical strategies that helped her move past them. In the process, she encourages, entertain, and even kicks a little butt. <laughs> All to convince you to do whatever it takes to get real and becomes the joyous, confident woman you were meant to be. With unflinching fate and rock-hard tenacity, girl, wash your face, shows you how to live with passion and hustle and how to give yourself grace without giving up. She seems to really know her thing, right? I know, she seems very confident. Yeah, that's really inspiring. Um, would you read that one? Yes, I would. Actually, I'm very interested on the writer now. And I think I would... Yeah, I'm so curious about her yes. as well. Yes, she sounds very interesting. Definitely. Mm, and I think she brings something very interesting. Like, uh, apparently, the the main characters of her books are women in power positions. Like, yeah, in nice positions at companies. That's true. I think, for what I understand, she's a powerful woman herself. I think she's a CEO or something very important. And I think, from with that experience, she kind of learned and wants to teach other women how to do so. Yeah, she seems to really know her thing. Yeah, I think it's very interesting and she is very confident. Yeah, and I guess um, you mentioned something about her personal um, career not as an author. Yeah, apparently she's um, she owns a multi-million dollar media company, what, which makes her a powerful, a woman in a powerful position. She has started as a blogger. I'm not really sure if she still blogs, but there is something here I kind of, I, I don't know. The Washington Post said that her book, Girl, I Share Face, is like a memoir of motivational tips, Bible quotations, and common sense girl talk. I'm not really sure if that's a 
positive yeah criticism doesn't sound very em empowering yeah. doesn't sound very empowering although yeah. the other comments i i've seen mm -hmm. uh it's apparently apparently cool yeah maybe we should read to check it out yeah it's better to read it before criticizing it and well this is one of the opinions she's still number four on this rank yeah mm, number three okay. we're getting there <laughs> so number three it is educated a memoir from tara westover ah that one is on my list born to survivalists in the mountains of idaho tara westover was 17 the first time she set foot in a classroom her family was so isolated from mainstream society that there was no one to ensure the children received an education and no one to intervene when one of Tara's older brothers became violent. When another brother got himself into college, Tara decided to try a new kind of life. Her quest for knowledge transformed her, taking over oceans and across continents to Harvard and to Cambridge University. Only then would she wonder if she'd traveled too far, if there was still a way home. Mm, I've listened to a whole podcast with her on Oprah Infra's uh, podcast show. Mm -hmm. And it was quite impressive. It seems to be very dense. It's based on a true story? It's based on her own story. Oh, nice. Yeah, and uh, it's basically something like this. She was homeschooled. Mm -hmm. And um, she doesn't even talk to her parents anymore. Oh, really? Because, because like, they didn't agree to the idea of her going to college and learning something mm -hmm. that could go against the Bible and everything. Oh, wow. But she made it by herself with some help of this brother who actually went to university as well. Yeah. Um, it was on my list. I yeah, had forgotten about it. Very interesting, yeah. Another story about women in difficult situations, right? And yeah. like violent, um, violent uh, environments, and yeah, I think people started talking more about it. Yeah, you realized the um, three in our list that we read so far—they're all women. Just interesting. They're all women, and they're all talking about like um, empowering women, and uh, yeah, they're against like violence in any forms that might come along. Mm -hmm. Number two. Okay, number two is becoming um, by Michelle Obama. Ah, you read it already. Uh, I'm reading it, and you are reading as well. Yeah, right in the beginning, but I'm there it, too. I think it's worth reading. Yeah. So, about this book, in a life filled with meaning and accomplishment, Michelle Obama has emerged as one of the most iconic and compelling women of our era. As First Lady of the United States of America, the first African-American to serve in that role, she helped create the most welcoming and inclusive White House in history, while also establishing herself as a powerful advocate for women and girls in the U.S. and the around the world. Dramatically changing the ways that families pursue healthier and more active lives and standing with her husband as he led America through some of its most 
harrowing moments. Along the way, she showed us a few dance moves, crushed carpool karaoke, and raised two down-to-earth daughters under an unforgiving media glare. In her memoir, a work of deep reflection and mesmerizing storytelling, Michelle Obama invites readers into her world, chronicling the experiences that have shaped her from her childhood on the south side of Chicago to her years as an executive balancing the demands of motherhood and work to her time spent at the world's most famous address. With unearing honestly and lively wit, she describes her triumphs as her disappointments, both public and private, telling her full story as she had lived it, in her own words and on her own terms. Warm, wise, and revelatory, becoming is the deeply personal reckoning of a woman of soul and substance who has steadily defied expectation and whose story inspire us to do the same. Are you ready to be a president? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because I'm not going to put you in a position of the vice. <laughs> Although That's it's true. important, but... Yeah. Yeah. How do you like the book so far? Um, I really like it. Um, because I never... I never knew about her so much. So listening to some very personal stories that kind of make me see her in a different way. So that's what I find the most interesting about that. She's really personal in the book. Yeah, I love the pictures in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. they really get you closer to her. Yes. And I guess just the only thing I, I would criticize about the book is the... Mm -hmm choice of words of some specific words okay uh, of course she's in a very high position and it is ex expected that she's gonna have very sophisticated or that she is extremely intelligent yes. it seems like she has to prove that all the time yeah by some words because the narrative itself it's simple it's mm -hmm. well written it's it flows mm -hmm. but there are some words that i go like Nobody speaks like that. Yes, they don't fit in the whole story. Yes. Exactly, yeah. And I feel... Should I say this here? <laughs> I feel that if she were white, she wouldn't have to use those words. But Maybe she has to prove herself. Like She feels like she has to prove herself. Maybe. I would like her to answer that question. Yeah, let's call her. <laughs> let's call her. Please, Michelle, my friend. <laughs> And finally to number one. Okay, so the number one book on this list currently is Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. For years, rumors of the Marsh Girl have haunted Barclay Cove, a quiet town on the North Carolina coast. So in late 1969, when handsome Chase Andrews is found dead, the locals immediately suspect Kaya Clark, the so-called Marsh Girl. But Kaya is not what they say. Sensitive and intelligent, she has survived for years alone in the marsh that she calls home, finding friends in the gulls and lessons in the sand. Then the time comes when she yearns to be touched and loved. When two young men from town become intrigued by her wild be beauty, 
Kaya opens herself to a new life until the unthinkable happens. Perfect for fans of Barbara Kingsolver and Karen Hustle, where the crawdads sing is at once an exquisite ode to the natural world, a heartbreaking coming-of-age story, and a surprising tale of possible murder. Owens reminds us that we are forever shaped by the children we once were, and that we are all subject to the beautiful and violent secrets that nature keeps. It's a thriller, right? Yes. Yeah. It's completely different from the other ones we have read. Although the similarity is the main character is yes. also a woman, and yes. there's also violence in the story. And she's also trying to... Well, I think in this way, she's more like trying to show that violence is something that happens. Yes. But I don't know if she's doing something about it like in a way of not to happen. That's not the point of the book. Um, yeah, I have no idea. Um, but it sure sounds interesting. But it sounds for me like a book more for teenagers. Don't know if that's the real idea yeah anyways i would put that book in the fridge so <laughs> mm, yeah and I, i would pass this one yeah you don't enjoy thriller books no no really? I, i i'm afraid of them <laughs> you get really into the story thriller anything <laughs> yeah yeah but anyways about the book uh seems to be interesting seems to be one of those narratives that um keeps you going Yeah, for right? sure. When there's something for you to uh, figure out. And there, and I, I really like this part uh, that she talks about. Like, um, we are forever shaped by the children we once were. And that we are all subject to beautiful and violent secrets that nature keeps. Yeah, that's a nice... That's so psychological. It's I know, so like, deep. Yeah, it's just like... Makes sense. Okay, yeah, it does totally make sense. So we are done with the books here. So good reads. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>